0: You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network.
1: You are listening to Beyond the SIG, a prescription for transformative pharmacy care. Season two of Beyond the SIG is supported by the Pennsylvania Department of Health in partnership with the Pennsylvania Pharmacists Association. Funding was provided through the Preventative Health and Health Services Block Grant from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The contents of this podcast are solely the responsibility of the presenters and do not necessarily represent the official views of the Pennsylvania Department of Health or the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The Pennsylvania Pharmacists Association's podcast, Beyond the SIG, is a proud member of the Pharmacy Podcast Network.
0: Welcome back to the second season of Beyond the SIG podcast. We're so excited to be back with the Pharmacy Podcast Network and also would like to thank the Pennsylvania Pharmacists Association for this amazing opportunity. This podcast series is all about giving a shot about diabetes and we're really excited to talk about diabetes and the first of this series with a dietitian. Diet and diabetes go hand in hand and diet plays a critical role in the management of diabetes so it's only fair to have a dietitian on with us today. Today we have dietitian Lindy Weyand, who graduated from the University of Vermont in 2016 with a BS in dietetics, nutrition, and food science. She also completed a dietetic internship at Cedar Crest College in Allentown, PA. Since then, she's now a Wise Markets in-store registered dietitian in the Lehigh Valley regional area. We are so excited to welcome Lindy to our podcast today. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me, I'm so excited. Before we get started, I'd like to introduce Dr. Rachel Hay. Thanks for being the co-host with me. Tell me a little more about your background in pharmacy. Hi, yeah, I am so excited to be here. Um, So a
1: little bit about my background. I am a recent graduate from the University of Michigan um, with my PharmD degree. I graduated in May of 2021. Um, Well, okay, actually April of 2021. (laughs) Um, And now I am currently a PGY1 community-based resident at Duquesne University here in Pittsburgh. Um, So I work a lot in ambulatory care clinics, um, managing patients who have hypertension, hyperlipidemia
0: and diabetes. And for listeners, I'm Dr. Isabel Litvak. I graduated uh, in May of 2021 from St. John's University College of Pharmacy and Health Sciences. And I'm currently pursuing a PGY-1 community-based residency with Wise Markets and Wilkes University in the Lehigh Valley area. Also similar to Rachel, a lot of ambulatory care and community pharmacy. So let's get to the start of our show today, Lindy, and talk about diabetes and diet. Thank you so much for being here, Lindy. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on here. So let's just get right into it and tell us your background with DSMES and your role as a dietitian. So as a dietitian, I pretty much play a role in helping
1: our participants and our clients just get a better diet. So I've been assisting with the DSMES program for about three years, and I've been working alongside Dr. Nicole Pizzino, who is a community pharmacist, and she's also a professor at Wilkes University. So we share a clinic space in the schnecksville Wise Market store um, in the rural area of Pennsylvania. And so we do offer the DSMES program as well as the diabetes prevention program. And we both Um, teach these classes together in our clinic space.
0: So how are you guys able to both integrate together like pharmacy and dietetics? So Nicole will take part in the
1: medication management portion, and I take the part in the nutrition side. So I will help to teach the healthy eating portion of the DSMES classes. And I usually will be present during most of these meetings as long as my schedule permits. So I'm definitely there during our first session. So that way the participants are able to get to know me and what my role is going to play. And then we also kind of just go through a basic diet recall. So I'd know the starting, how much they need to learn, how much I need to assist them, assist them. And then we really just go through the first session together with Nicole and I kind of just taking pieces of the, the first um, pathophysiology and treatment um, option lesson. So Nicole and I are able to collaborate together because Nicole is really, really well-versed in diabetes and medications and how they work in humans. I'm really well-versed in the nutrition side of it, so I'm able to teach our participants how the different macronutrients play a role in their metabolism, how it works with blood glucose management. And then I primarily will teach the healthy eating lesson. So what we will do is go through the importance of healthy eating and what the macronutrients are, how they play a role in metabolism and really just how to better manage your blood glucose. So I will teach them about the different food groups and which ones have carbs, which ones don't have carbs, which ones will affect their blood sugar and ways that we can kind of build meals in a healthy way so that they're nice and balanced and then they're able to better control their diabetes.
0: I'm just curious how receptive the patients are to some of the recommendations that you make. I would say the majority
1: of them are receptive i've had a few that are not but all you have to do is just try try to get through to them try to make sure that they understand the importance of why eating healthy is going to either better manage or maybe even prevent a a further onset of diabetes um so most of them do at least listen whether or not they actually follow through with it is unknown unless they really come back and visit us and, and say, hey, my A1C dropped by 0.5% this time when I went back to the doctor. So the majority, I'd say, would listen because Nicole and I have very welcoming personalities and we definitely make it a fun and open, um, very friendly kind of learning environment. So we try to make everyone feel very comfortable and hope in hope that they will be receptive. <laughs> So, Lindy, um, you attend the one diet class um, during this eight week um, DSMES class. So, I'm sure that you um, probably interact with patients that might be a little bit resistant to want to change their diet. Um, so, what kind of strategies do you use for those difficult patients? Um, any motivational interviewing strategies or, um, you know, following up with them after the class or after that eight weeks? Um, so, yeah, I guess how, how would you address some more resistant? patients? So even though I only teach technically the healthy eating lesson, I'm also present during each of the appointments. So as long as they are continuing to come and they are receptive to just being open to learning about the program and and learning about what we have to say, I'm still there as a support system. So how we keep them coming back is really to provide them with food logs. So we have these printed out food logs that we give out to them and they will fill these out and keep track of everything that they're eating and then turn it back into us and I will then provide feedback to them. So each time they come back, we give them a new journal and then they will just learn, I'll make comments. I'll say, hey, you're doing this great. This could be something that maybe you could have less of. This is what we could swap. So that's how they keep coming back to me and that's how I keep playing a role even though I'm not necessarily teaching the other topics. So the people that might be a little bit resistant to change, I'm still there in the background. And if they are wanting to meet with me for more nutrition help, I'm able to do consultations as just part of my job. So I am able to do that just whenever they have availability. We can do it in person. We can do it virtual. So I'm able to provide that extra support in that way as well. Awesome. I, I also did want to ask, um, I guess, kind of taking a step back, like, what do your classes look like? How many people attend? How often do you offer classes? Um, have they been virtual during the pandemic? Or are they still in person? So primarily, we have been doing them more on a one-on-one basis, or I should say a two-on-one basis. Uh, We haven't done any group DSMES classes, but we do the DPP classes, the Diabetes Prevention Program classes, also. So, depending on what our schedule permits around all of our other responsibilities, we haven't really set a time to do group DSMES classes as well, uh, just because our group DPP classes do take up a fair amount of time. And we have several of those that are kind of up and running throughout the year. So, we haven't done anything virtual since COVID happened with DSMES. We did do a little bit in person. Um, our clinic space is fairly large, so we're able to really kind of spread out and still be six feet apart and do it safely. But we were kind of doing it with a grain of salt during the last 18 months, just because people weren't comfortable. People weren't even coming out to the store. So we mostly do them in person, but we definitely have virtual as an option if it's preferred. Okay.
0: I love that you know you guys were still able to keep it up while um, we're we're getting back to to normal, right? Um, I guess my next question would be: now that we are a little bit, you know, COVID is calming down a little bit, how do you guys recruit for DSMES? How do you get these patients into these programs?
1: A lot of it is word of mouth, so we have communication with some of the local physicians that are in the area. So whether it's an independent physician office, or even some of the major health networks, we do advertise um, a little bit to that, just so that if we have any people that shop in the store, but that are also um, patients of these other networks, or these other doctor's offices, then they at least know about the program. But the majority, I would say, actually are customers that are just walking through the store. So um, Nicole, Dr. Pizzino, she tends to have a lot of pharmacy students that are on rotation at our clinic spot. So the students will put out a a screening table. So they tend to do blood pressure and blood glucose, and they'll just have a sign out for any customer that's walking by. And then if they agree, they fill out this form and then the students will then take the reading. And depending on what the reading is, if it is a little bit high, then we can look up their information and say, hey, we offer this program here. Would you be interested? So that's probably how we get the majority of our participants, but some of it has come from the physicians as well.
0: I can definitely attest to that because I was one of those at the uh, blood pressure and blood glucose screening table. And um, if the patient really does have time, they're really interested in talking to you and interested in talking about the programs that WISE offers specifically at the Schnecksville store. And I think it's a great way to recruit, um, especially word of mouth. It's, it really is the best way. And I look forward to doing it more. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, me too. (laughs)
1: Awesome. So Lindy, can you tell me um, a little bit more about what you enjoy about these classes? So I really enjoy just seeing how much people want to better their health and that's really why I got into the the field of dietetics. I have several family members that have a history of diabetes. So it definitely runs in my family. And when I was kind of learning the the early stages of nutrition back in high school, that's really what drove my passion into pursuing it into, um, into college. So just seeing the changes that you can make and how much more it can help out your just overall health, it was really fascinating to me. And that's really why I wanted to become a dietitian and just see how food itself and lifestyle change itself can make such a big difference in people's lives. So that's really why I enjoy it so much. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, Diet, you know, us as pharmacists, we like to focus on the medications, of course, but um, maybe sometimes the diet is overlooked, um, but it can play a huge role in managing diabetes. Um, I've seen several success stories of patients who have really focused on their diet and really made a conscious effort to cut down on their sugar intake. And we've seen great results in their A1C. Um, so I guess do you have any um success stories yourself um, from this DSMES class? Yes. So we have had quite a number of people that have come through and they will continue to stop by, even though even though they might be done with the, the technical DSMES program, they'll still come by because they're shopping in the store and they see that our door's open and they will say, hey, I just had my checkup with my doctor and I'm down 25 pounds. I dropped um, my A1C from 7.5 down to 6.5 and I'm just so thankful. So we've had a lot of people that have had similar stories to that. And then they're just so thankful for the opportunity to learn from us and to just really take hold of their life so that it they're able to manage it for a really long time. And that's, that's really kind of what makes us so happy and, and want to like continue offering these services because we just want to help our communities better their health.
0: I love how the connection lasts for such a long time that, you know, they're willing to come back and, and let you know how they're doing, even though it's been months or even years, I've heard, um, that clients or patients have like texted you and, and, and said, you know, what's going on with their lives, even though it's been so long. So that connection that you build with with your patients and your clients is amazing.
1: Yeah, it's, it's really, it's really wonderful to see the rapport that we've able, been able to build with them and just that they. Even though we're healthcare providers, we're still, we've kind of become like friends in a way. We're kind of a family member to them. So they really, when they find out that their healthcare, their results came back and they're so much more improved, they're like, I have to tell Lindy and Nicole. And so they'll send us an email or they'll drop into the store or they'll text us. And then like we, Nicole has this phrase, victory screech. So we have a lot of victory screeches in our
0: office. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Lindy, there was a study published in 2020 named Diabetes Self-Management Education and Support, Referral and Attendance at a Patient-Centered Medical Home. And although evidence shows that diabetes self-management education is an effective tool to help individuals with type 2 diabetes improve their health outcomes, understanding how frequently patients actually receive these referrals and the number of DSMES hours they receive is really important. How will this help us understand patterns of utilization and outcomes that occur?
1: So that's a really great question. And although referral rates and enrollment in DSMES remain low, we have had a lot of success. So even though people might drop out and they might drop out after just one one-hour session, research results suggest that making a the one-hour assessment session more educationally comprehensive, it might retain patients longer. So if we are able to improve the referral process from physicians, then we might have more information and more improved results. So Lindy, what other ideas do you have about working with pharmacists to provide comprehensive care to our patients with diabetes? So I would say because we each have our own specialties within the healthcare fields, if you have them at your disposal, take advantage of it. So because pharmacists and dietitians they're each experts in nutrition or medicine and managing it, as well as many, many other things. So when you are able to combine the knowledge of medications and nutrition, it really makes the patient's treatment plan much more comprehensive. And it also is a great way to be able to refer to each other when maybe you don't know something and it's out of your scope of practice. Nicole and I will do that all the time in our office. And if she doesn't know something that's nitty gritty down to the nutrition details, and I don't know as much on certain medications and how they um, are going through the body and their pathophysiology, we ask each other questions. So make sure that if you have that as a resource, use it because we're all able to learn from each other in a better way. And that way we're just able to provide more comprehensive and more advanced
0: care for our patients. I love how much you guys work together and how close knit it seems like this clinic is. And I can also attest to that being a part of the clinic that it is very um, family centered. And um, it, it, I really feel like a connection with, with all the patients and with you and Nicole. And it seems like We could do a lot of good in this one little room.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's absolutely a blast to be able to work with Nicole. And I would absolutely say that I'm a better dietitian because I've met her and because I've been able to work with her for now three years. And I would say probably vice versa for her because she now has a little bit more of the nutrition side of it. So we work really, really well together as colleagues, but we've also been able to become friends outside of work as well. So the more that we're able to just rely on each other for helping, like helping each other out and helping out our patients, the
0: better off our office is going to be. This has been an amazing kickoff for our first DSMES series, Giving a Shot About Diabetes. Thank you to our guest, Lindy, and thank you to my co-host, Rachel. With that, we'll see you next time.
1: Thank you for listening to another episode of Beyond the SIG. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and others on the Pharmacy Podcast Network on any of your favorite podcast directories.